You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. All right, let's get started. Go. Let's talk about some mental stuff. So we've had a brutal week and it caused us to really stop and look at, and by the way, if, if you're following people who aren't telling you that they have tough times, stop following them. Stop, stop following them. Because I haven't met an entrepreneur in the game who doesn't go through peaks and valleys. And usually the higher the peak is, the deeper the valley is going to be. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like when we were first starting, a bad week for us would be like, oh man, like, you know, if somebody told us on an ad, they didn't like us. Now a bad week for us is like, you know, like my wife's car exploded and we're getting sued and like crap <laughs> like that. It's like it gets worse and worse, but our victories are way higher too. And so what we did is, is it kind of caused us to take a step back and be like, you know, we need to do some teaching on how to have mental stamina, how to yeah. build mental stamina. You can't be like, hey, I want to look like, like this and never go to the gym. It's the same with your mind and the exercises that you put your mind through. And so I've got a couple principles that I'm going to just dive into in terms of like your emotions, how to think about your life, journaling. As we go through this, what I ask from you though is give us feedback. If you guys have specific questions about this or like even additions, throw some additions in. All right. So if you study psychology and you study athletes and there's like all of these different things, alter ego and metacognition, One of the things that becomes really important is the awareness of how you think. They call this metacognition. This is when you can think about how you think. Mm. Say what? How does that work? So if you read like, uh, even, even Ray Dalio's new book, Principles, he talks about looking at your life and business like a machine and you can actually zoom up above and mess with the machine. So here we are. We're in this nasty, gnarly week. We're just getting brutalized Dirty. and terrorized. And you know, everything happens at the same time. We were talking to our upper echelon clients. It's just like it all happens at the same time. And the secret for us, this is the first, the first tip about mental toughness, is being able to look at your business, look at your life, and actually zoom up on top of it and practice metacognition, which is the it's, – it's actually you being – a being able to think about your thinking. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but like sometimes I'll catch myself in a bad week or a bad month. And it's been a week or two weeks since I've thought about my thoughts and my patterns. And this stuff is dangerous. Yeah. Like if you subconsciously start thinking negatively and you start subconsciously like being negative and pessimistic, it's very dangerous. It can actually derail your business. And so one of the things I do every night before bed I actually write down in a notebook. Some people call it journaling. I don't want to offend anybody. So I'm not not saying you should journal. But writing down in a notebook, I will rate myself on like five things. Physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and business. Say that again. Physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, and business. And I'll rate myself on a scale of one to ten. And... Here's what I've found is that if I rate myself more than two days in a row below five, something's wrong and I don't know about it. I haven't been paying attention. I got to pay attention to it. And 
usually just being aware of it, this is the principle of metacognition, just being aware of it enables you to fix it. Anything mm. to say on that? No, keep going. Is this okay? Yeah, this is awesome. It, another word for this is conscientiousness or self-awareness or like people put all this stuff into it. But it's the basic premise of just paying attention to how you feel and being able to deal with that. All right. Average people are focused on surviving. It means you're average. You're focusing on surviving. And they are avoidant of pain. Champions and people at the very top, we focus on different things. We focus on winning. Not just surviving, but winning. Thriving. And thriving. And we actually think, this is how we think. This is how we think. Whoever can solve the most problems makes the most money. Whoever can solve the most problems and take the most challenges makes the most money, has the greatest impacts, and climbs the biggest mountains, right? So catch yourself if you're in a season where you're just trying to survive and you're just like, man, I'm just trying to make it. And the thing is that language is this hack, man. Like language is a hack. And sometimes like we'll talk to people and they'll be like, man, I'm, get, I'm making it. I'm making it. And they mean it like, like uh, you know, it's, they're not trying to damn themselves, but they're basically like, I'm making it, I'm making it, I'm making it. And they're, they're, not, they're not thriving. It's their language. And their language is actually capping them and throttling them. Yeah. So I think you need to identify what stage you are in. And here's the thing. That we have lost the art of thinking correctly and assessing correctly to move us forward in our life. And this goes with business. This goes with your family. This goes with your marriage, your relationships, with your kids. It really is a holistic approach and look and view. Obviously, right now we're talking specifically really about business. But you probably, if you're thinking thoughts of like, how do I just make it through the day? You are surviving, Right. When when you're thinking of like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this or, oh, it's just going to work. You are in survival mode. You're in survival phase and you have to transition to a phase of thriving. And that is a phase of thriving is a place where you are looking to take dominion. You're looking to take over. Uh, You're looking to dominate and your thinking uh, pattern has to be completely different, right? To, To operate in that place of Thriving. And here's the thing that Tell us, bro. I've noticed. Tell us everything. My preach. Tell us everything. Here's the thing, like it is it's it's not difficult. Once you do break to that that level where you are thriving, it's it's not difficult to go back to a place of being in survival mode. You can fall back so fast. One bad day. Yeah. So I think one, you know, if you guys want to win, you want to dominate, you want to accomplish greatness um, in every area of your life, you have to identify, first of all, where you are, right? And that way you can get clarity on how to make the right steps to move into that phase of thriving. And that's where you'd start taking the lands. Yeah, Mike Murphy, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and business. Business for me is just like, how do I, how do I feel about the business? And, and like, I don't know what... Chris actually thinks about this because we don't talk. I don't feel like we talk about it that much, but business actually has two ratings. It's how's the business doing? That's the first rating. Mm. And how do I feel about the business? Mm. That's the second rating. Those are both real important because. And they're like completely different. Yeah. We've, we've had <laughs> record setting months where it's like, Oh my God, we made all this money. It's like, it's still like crap. Let's feel like, we're so like, like it's all like going in, like the world's coming to an end. And on the vice versa, we've had, 
months that are just kind of average. And we've been like, dude, this is the best month of my life. I am rocking and rolling. And what you want is you want to balance in the middle. Yeah. Because you don't want to be like, I feel great. I'm poor. That's not, that's not our goal, at least. No. You kind of want to be in the middle. Yeah. Check this out. Champions disconnect from the outcome. Here's another thing. Here's the next thing. Anytime I've noticed myself in a pattern of self-destruction or a pattern where I don't feel like I'm accomplishing at my max, here's what I've found. This is freaking good training, what I'm, what I'm about to say. It's because I have connected too much to the outcome. Mm. So here's what you have to look at is when you disconnect, look, when you look at LeBron James or Curry or Brady or any of these pro athletes, Chris Evans. It's not that they don't care about the outcome. That's not it. I think that they care about winning. They care about the scoreboard. Oh, they care. It's important. You want to be the best, right? But their identity isn't caught up in the outcome. They are completely absorbed in the process. And uh, one of my favorite, I was an LSU fan back in the day when I was growing up. I still kind of am. But Nick Saban, who's a Coach of Alabama now because he's a traitor and a dirty liar. Just kidding. Unbelievable. <laughs> Nick Saban. He's one of the best. He is the best. He's the best football. Bear Bryant. Bear Bryant. Could be up there, but Nick Saban is one of the one of the best college football coaches ever. And I love what he said says to his players. He says, "Don't worry about winning the game. Don't worry about winning the championship. Don't worry about winning the half. Worry about winning the play, because the team who wins the plays." wins the halves and the teams that win the halves win the game the teams that win the game they win the championship and what was he doing he's disconnecting his players from the big massive mm-hmm. macro outcome and he's connecting them into the process the process the process and so you have to be able to disconnect in these moments when when life hits you in the mouth you have to be able to disconnect from the outcome as a as an identity thing and you got to focus on winning today like what can you do to win this hour you got we got dinner coming up in an hour. What can we do to win before we hit dinner? And this is something you'll notice in every single high performer ever. Is they are focused and absorbed on the process. Right then, right there, the game takes care of itself. Yeah. When you're focused on winning the championships, and that's like the only thing that you see, it becomes overwhelming. And what we've seen is people, especially in the business space, the entrepreneurial space, they clam up. They lose clarity. They don't know how to get there. And it's like, no, what you do is like you win that play. Right? Yes. You win that drive. Like you launch that Facebook ad, you get the first client and that is the domino, like starting the domino effect of you actually winning the championship or getting to X amount of revenue or getting freedom, you know, but you have to be able to pull back from that. What do you guys think the number one threat to high performance is? The biggest threat to high performance is burnout. It's actually burnout. It's burnout because here's why. In a, in a normal week, with normal work hours, I can, I can achieve anything. I feel like I can go toe-to-toe with anybody. You're the same way. Yeah. But when we get tired and when we get fatigued and when we don't have boundaries and we don't have cycles and we don't cycle on and off, we tend to make everything a crisis. Take, make everything a crisis. And one of the things we've learned that's real powerful, we're talking about mindset, mental toughness, surviving, thriving. One of the biggest things we've learned is the power of cycles some people call it seasons Mm -hmm. we don't just grind 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 all the time legit if we did we would just die we would just burn out and 
I think the biggest risk to you being a sustained high performer, maybe that's what the question should be. What's the biggest threat to sustained high performance? Is not protecting yourself and your drive, your mental drive. So we have a mentor, his name is Jay, and we have uh, we had a one-on-one call with him and we asked him this question. We we're like, how do you protect your drive? How do you protect your, you know, your mental will to win? And one of the things he told us is like, you know, gotta cycle. So you can't just go, go, go all the time. But the second thing is about focus. How many times have you gotten frustrated in a month because revenue is not where you want it to be? And then all of a sudden you start focusing on these things, you get caught up in like the big thing and like, and then you're not focused on serving anymore. Yeah. And you're not focused on value and substance and making a difference. And we've always found that when we hit these patches of burnout, if we can serve, if we can go into an activity and serve someone in our market, help someone have a better day, help someone make, we just, boom, come right back. Marco says, how do you reclaim confidence when you get hit with a big negative event? Mm. Great question. It's a very good question. So here's, here's how you reclaim confidence. One, I mean, we already talked about it. You focus on service. But two, you focus on your reasons. Mm-hmm. Focus on your reasons. Why are you doing this in the first place? Uh, read a, good, a really good quote the other day. He said, you're going to want to write, <laughs> write this down because I've got it written down here. You don't need discipline. You don't need discipline to make your goals happen. You need reasons. You don't need more discipline. You need better reasons. Mm. What he means by that is like, if you are, let's say you're trying to wake up early and go to the gym. And you're like, discipline, discipline, discipline. I'm going to force this to happen. That's one way to do it. Another way to do it is to really get some good reasons. Hey, man, you're going to die before your kids graduate college. Like, you want to be around. Do you want to be healthy? Blah, blah, blah. And you start... We started this process of collecting reasons. Why do I want this? And for us, there have been so many opportunities for us to go backwards just because we're freaking tired. Yeah. They've just beaten the face over, 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 over. Bad week, bad month. But it's like, at the end of the day, the reason we don't do that is because our reasons are freaking strong. Yeah. We have powerful, powerful reasons. It's not discipline that keeps us here. It's our why. It's real strong. Does that make sense? Yeah. That is the fuel. For sure. Yeah, 100%. I think one thing to add to that too is look at and audit what you're doing. There could be a, a good possibility that you're doing things that just drain the life out of you. That could be working with a certain client. That could be what you're doing in your business. Could be that you're not handsome. Like us. No, but it's true. Like there's things that absolutely give us life. Like hanging out with you guys and you know talking about this content just gives us life and gives us energy. But there's things in our business that suck the life out of us like a freaking vampire so you have to be able to like be aware of what that is and do your best not to do those things yeah what's the cap what's the cap the top shelf on what you're able to achieve it's how much pain your threshold for pain uncertainty bad stuff happening things not going your way that's your cap that's your cap our threshold is higher than a lot of other people's like it, when we talk about pain tolerance, like my wife makes fun of me because I actually have like a very, very, very low physical pain tolerance. His is obscene. Like his back can be broken and he's just like, eh, just don't even know. It's webinar. I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I may be getting sick like tomorrow and I'm like, babe, I got to go to bed. It's I got to hydrate. I got, I have a very low physical pain threshold. But man, in business, when it comes to my emotional pain threshold, no, nobody's going to take me out of the game. Nobody will take me out of the game. So Marco, 
the capital you're willing to what you're able to achieve is kind of it's it's tied to can you have a negative event and just not care yeah make it through uh, samantha says when you're too focused on the outcome how can you ignore it and focus more on processes okay you want me to tackle this yeah hit it all right so everybody is obsessed with the outcome they're obsessed with the outcome imagine we just got a, a new house and imagine that all of a sudden the vents start blowing cold air in the winter. Stay with me. This is, a, this is the analogy. It's the middle of the winter. It's 20 degrees outside and the vents start blowing cold air. That's not good. I'm pretty sure that happened when I was there. No, it didn't. What most people do is they start taking the vent apart. Rather than backtracking to the system that's creating the outcome, which is the heater. Okay. So here's what most people do in their life. They don't have enough clients. They don't have enough money. They don't, they don't like the outcomes. And they become obsessed with the outcomes rather than looking at the system that under, that's underlying the outcome. So every single output in your life comes from a system. Every single outcome in your life comes from an activity. So what you have to do is you have to stop taking the vent apart and you have to go to the root of the issue. So when you ask, how do you disconnect from the outcome and like focus on, well, the outcome doesn't come from the outcome. The outcome comes from the activities that happen day to day that produce the outcome. Let me say this. Ooh, say that again. So the outcome doesn't come from the outcome itself. It comes from the activities day to day that produce the outcome. So like literally next time you get so obsessed with the outcome, picture your AC breaking and you're like up in your roof, like ripping your walls out. When it's like, it's the, it's, that's not the system. That's like the conduit. So mm-hmm. your bank account is a conduit. Oh. Your amount of clients at the end of the day. You're talking just, dirty now. I just. <laughs> where's the organ? Altar call. So here's the deal. You got to focus on the freaking system. What are you doing that's producing that bad outcome? And then just become obsessed with it. Yeah. Come and figure it out. Having a mentor helps, obviously. Having a mentor helps. Having someone who's done it before helps. I, I can't think of. I can think of some things, but I think that. Just wanting to figure everything out by yourself is like the epitome and extreme end of foolishness. I think that's pretty pretty dumb, for being honest. So if you're like trying to fix an outcome that you know someone around you has already fixed with the system, then go freaking hire them and work with them. That's the secret to success. 